Most of us first discovered yoga through the physical practice of yoga postures, which have the name asana. However, this is one small aspect of a much deeper and richer practice, as explained in each of the eight limbs of the Yoga Sutras. In previous episodes here, I've taken us on the journey of the first and second limb, the yamas and niyamas. As we learn about the third limb, asana, this episode will answer questions as to the true purpose and teaching of yoga, beyond how we in the Western world think of it as a series of physical postures. In fact, asana sets us up for the mastery of future limbs or paths of the sutras, one path of which is the practice of meditation and the subsequent journey of our life. Writing this episode reminded me of a time in which I would teach meditation following a yoga class. After the instructor had led the students to the final posture, Shavasana, She would, after a period of silence, call on me to the front of the class, and those that wished to continue would join me as I would guide them in meditation. Truly, the experience of meditation after rigorous physical movement was a perfect opening to the stillness that followed, and to experience the nirvana of alignment as the body and mind would drift into oneness with the sanctity of each present moment. It was and always will be some of the most beautiful experiences of meditation that both I and others have experienced. You can create this for yourself on any given day as you practice asana in the way that we dive into it here and also as the traditional asana of postures, whether practiced at home or in a class setting. And then as you come to a seated posture on your mat, witness the richness of meditation as your body and mind are quiet and still, and as you merge with the bliss of eternity into both nothingness and oneness with all of life. The practice of yoga is believed to have started with the very dawn of civilization. The science of yoga has its origin thousands of years ago, long before the first religions or belief systems were born. If you've heard about yoga, if you practice yoga, then exploring the third limb or path of the ancient sutras will offer you the sacred wisdom that your heart yearns for. Yoga is so much more than a single class or a single pose. Yoga is life. In this episode, we explore the relevance of yoga, and in particular, the most accurate meaning of asana as the practice and art of harmonizing oneself with the universe. It is a state of being that we may live as. The experience of divine wisdom is your sacred right. Divine wisdom is what guides you along a spiritual path. It is your inner knowing that helps you to witness yourself as infinitely more abundant, loving, and incredible. Your inner wisdom guides you to live your highest potential, to live a life of purpose, and to experience all that you are as you continue to expand and seek more.
In each episode of the Wisdom Podcast, I share both spiritual and practical wisdom, together with the insights and sacred truth that have helped so many live their greatness, conquer their fears, heal from the experiences of their past, live empowered and free, and of their authentic happiness to seek a deeper understanding and meaning of life awakens us to discover our authentic power and to witness the infinite beauty and joy of life that is so abundant. All of us are on a sacred path. When you awaken to this, you easily access the guidance of your inner wisdom and you see the beauty of life unfold in perfect ways to support you as you manifest all of what you want. Let the sacred path that you are on be one that you choose deliberately, based on the inspired wisdom of your inner truth, and as you live a beautiful and love-filled life. About 2,200 years ago, Maharishi Patanjali, together with his team of Hindu sages, compiled a book to provide an overview of Raja Yoga. This book contains 196 verses and gives a brief impression on the practice and benefits of Raja Yoga, a yoga discipline that consists of eight stages leading to self-realization and liberation. Of the 196 Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, only three speak directly to asana. The sutras define asana as a position that is steady and comfortable. Patanjali mentions the ability to sit for extended periods as the third limb of the eight-limb path of the Yoga Sutras. Divided into four chapters, in the second chapter of the Yoga Sutras, verse 46, we find the famous line, Stira Sukham Asanam. Asana is a balance between steady, stable, alert effort, Stira, and comfortable, easy, relaxed effort, Sukham. Sutras 2.47 and 2.48 describe that asana can only be mastered once the yogi or student learns to let go of the natural tendency for restlessness and begins to meditate on the infinite. You may think of the infinite as each present moment. Once this mastery is achieved, it is believed that one is no longer disturbed by the dualities of life. In the original and literal translation, there is no mention of pose because asana is not a pose. Asana is a seat or a sitting position, as asa in Sanskrit means to sit, specifically the seat you take for meditation. However, if we go deeper still, asana means to be. Therefore, asana is a state of being. When asana is looked at as a state of being rather than a mere posture, its significance and our approach to asana shifts. 
It becomes a means by which the senses are turned inwards, and the body becomes a vehicle of the divine. Think about this when you participate in the physical practice of yoga, and also consider how you may practice asana whilst away from your yoga mat and in all of the moments of life. Asana is the building block of more profound discoveries. In the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, the most authoritative text on Hatha Yoga, Swami Svatmarama explains that asana is the first step of Hatha. With the steadiness and focus that asana provides, the yoga practitioner can then progress to higher goals. In Hatha Yoga, we practice asanas and pranayama, breathing techniques, which make us aware of where we are, where we stand, how we breathe, and how we look at things. Asana is a tool that enables us to go into deeply meditative states. In that nothingness and silence, everything can be created. Thus, asana helps us experience formless consciousness through form, spirit through matter, and the intangible through the tangible. Asanas were claimed to have been created by monks who sat in meditation for upwards of 18 hours a day as a way to help heal the body as their strict practice of meditation and their eating and drinking habits of only once a day and very little, sitting in stillness for so many hours, was causing them to become physically ill. We need a balance of both movement and meditative awareness that becomes the harmony of our physical, spiritual, and mental wellness. Based on this prevalent meaning of asana, what would you say is your asana practice? And what does it need to be? Asanas were claimed to provide both spiritual and physical benefits in medieval Hatha Yoga texts. More recently, studies have provided evidence that asanas improve flexibility, strength, and balance, and reduce stress and the conditions related to it. I think about modern life and how many hours we sit at our desks and at our computers, how we sit to eat, to meet for coffee, and to binge-watch Netflix. How much of your sitting is for the benefit of meditation and a state of positive being and of oneness? As dedicated yogis to our physical practice and in an effort to develop strength and flexibility, we sometimes forget the power of asana to lead us toward the higher goals of yoga, that is, mastery of the mind and a deeper connection to the inner self. And it's even more still, as we journey through each of the eight limbs of the Yoga Sutras, the intention, the mark, is to raise our conscious awareness, our self-knowledge, and to transcend the physical, to live of our light, to live eternal as our divine self. 
Let's look back a little further to yoga's history, and in particular, what an asana represents and teaches us. Yoga is a spiritual discipline based on an extremely subtle science, which focuses on bringing harmony between mind and body. It is both an art and science of healthy living. The word yoga, as you may know, is derived from the Sanskrit root yuj, meaning to join, or to yoke, or unite. The yogic scriptures describe how the practice of yoga leads to the union of individual consciousness with that of universal consciousness, indicating a perfect harmony between the mind and body, human being and nature. According to modern scientists, everything in the universe is a manifestation of the same quantum firmament. One who experiences this oneness of existence is said to be in yoga and is termed as a yogi, having attained a state of freedom referred to as mukti, nirvana, or moksha. Thus, the aim of yoga is self-realization to overcome all kinds of sufferings, leading to a state of liberation, moksha, and freedom, kaivala. Living with freedom, health, and harmony are the main objectives of yoga practice. Yoga also refers to an inner science comprising of a variety of methods through which human beings can realize this union and achieve mastery over their destiny. Yoga does not adhere to any particular religion, belief system, or community. It has always been approached as a technology for inner well-being. Anyone who practices yoga with involvement can reap its benefits, irrespective of one's faith, ethnicity, or culture. For many, the practice of yoga is centered around hatha yoga and other disciplines of yoga and asanas as physical postures, as a therapy or exercise system for health and fitness. Fundamentally, hatha yoga is a preparatory process so that the body can sustain higher levels of energy. The process begins with the body, then the breath, the mind, and then the inner self. Think about this for a moment as a modern-day experience. When you step away from your desk and workspace to stretch, to move, perhaps you also practice specific physical postures. It could be really about any activity, but let's use the example here of yoga and the physical asanas. And as you also give attention to your breath, the mind becomes clear. It's focus unto the body, the body rejuvenated, alert, trained agile, flexible, and in this clarity, you are better able to hear the urging of your inner self expressing a need or offering guidance and direction. Something I recommend to everyone is to take physical breaks during each day and practice a form of movement. It could be a neck stretch, a downward dog, a balancing posture, and with it the focus, the awareness inward, and in the presence of each moment. 
Let this guide you into your own physical asana practice. If you remain steadfast to the time that you have given yourself, whether 10 minutes or longer, I guarantee that if you want to experience the benefits of this physical practice of asanas, including the stillness and focus in the body and mind, you will witness this evolution for yourself. Observe the change that the practice of yoga gives to your life, including the inherent calm that pervades beyond your mat. Asana teaches us to strengthen areas of weakness, shed light on places unlit, and relax areas of contraction. It encourages us to practice acceptance, allowing things to just be, and it teaches us to cultivate balance, to live with contentment and ease. The practice of asana as we integrate its conception beyond our physical postures can sharpen our senses, draw the mind back into the body, and anchor our awareness in the ever calm, ever clear inner witness. This is how you develop a deeper inner awareness, how you release emotions and facilitate a divine connection with the body and the soul, the inner kingdom. So I leave you with some areas to contemplate as you give a newfound attention to asana and how you can mindfully integrate its true calling as a desired state of being of the delicate balance we all seek in steadiness and comfort, alert and relaxed, both easeful and effort. First, asana is about sitting down and taking your seat, as in meditation. It is about abiding in a headspace that allows you to refine your mental abilities and to concentrate. It's about finding that particular place in your mind that allows you to focus without interruption. It is about dwelling in a focused state over longer and longer periods of time. Asana is a mindset. When performing physical postures, the yoga pose becomes yoga asana when you find your seat when you can dwell or abide in a posture while integrating the breath with focused awareness. Suddenly, yoga posture becomes more than just performing a pose for its aesthetics. Yoga asana is the exploration of the interrelated effects of the physical on the energetic, the energetic on the physical, the physical on the mental, the mental on the physical the energetic on the mental, the mental on the energetic, and so on. In this way, asana is inherently about alignment, not the alignment of muscles and bones as it is commonly referred to in modern asana practice, but rather the alignment of the physical, energetic, and mental layers of the body. Taking your seat in a posture is about aligning body, breath, and mind. Getting to the place where one can align all three requires proper body alignment. 
But getting the body into its proper place is a prerequisite for asana, and not the purpose of asana. While asana does not mean posture, it does refer to how one chooses to be in any chosen posture. Practicing asana means you are practicing finding and dwelling in your seat. To sit, dwell, abide, in handstand or downward dog or warrior two is a powerful experience. The next time you find yourself in a yoga posture, take some time to explore your experience in the posture with all of your senses before moving on to the next one. Second, as the Yoga Sutras describe Sitra Sukham Asanam, or Asana as steadiness and comfort, steadiness and comfort illuminate an inner state of being, as well as the experience of the physical body in an Asana pose. Third, think of Asana as living in the balance of the rest of your life, as a state of being seated in yourself, of the body being comfortable with the mind, and the mind being comfortable with the body. In this way, the body can support the expansive state of a beautiful, clear, and calm mind. Fourth, in your waking moments, consider how you, how we all, too often become unseated. Your inner ease lacks bodily awareness and your mind untrained. This translates into being easily distracted and agitated. It means that you lose focus, that you zone out rather than zone into what your body and mind and soul are craving. And this craving has nothing to do with external needs. And fifth, in the physical practice of yoga, how can you practice in a way that creates a deeper sense of awareness? Sutra 2.46 reminds us that the posture you choose for meditation should be steady and comfortable. Sutra 2.47 suggests that you can find steadiness in your posture by relaxing the effort required to sustain it. You can find comfort and ease in your posture, whether the physical asana postures or meditation by focusing on the infinite. Is this not perfectly transferable and suitable for every aspect of our life? I believe so. This is how asana becomes a state of being that you live in. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you have a very different framework from which to consider the meaning of asana. I look forward to joining up with you as we explore the fourth limb of the Yoga Sutras, Pranayama, Breathing Techniques. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you great love. This is Dorothy Zanori Juno. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of the Wisdom Podcast. To hear more, please check out the other episodes right here. And I'd love for you to subscribe and share your feedback on this or any episode with me. 
And then join me at DorothyRatusnu.com, where you'll find the wisdom blog, the inspiration for this podcast, the latest online courses that I teach, my YouTube videos, and the wisdom archives, which are an extensive library of guided meditations, mindfulness musings, spiritual teachings, and best therapeutic practices for your whole being and to nourish and heal your life, plus many other special offerings of love. Please also visit me on social media and say hello. Allow yourself to go within, to access your inner wisdom, and to live this. Awaken your authentic power, live your truth, and be love. Thank you. This is Dorothy.